What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Bella Talks, where we talk about self-development and all things confidence, spirituality, self-awareness, breaking stigmas, breaking generational curses, and all that good stuff. This episode is going to be, like always, um, an episode that's near and dear to my heart because I feel like all of us maneuver in life because of what we've been through in our childhood. So this episode, we're talking about childhood wounds and how they've affected us and how we can heal because that is what's important. What's important is that we are able to heal from our childhood wounds so that we can be better and embrace the present and not focus so much on the past, right? So we're all going to talk about um, well, well, I'm going to be talking about how they manifest mental mental conflicts, anger, not feeling good enough as an adult, and also, like I said, how to heal. So we're going to start with abandonment, okay? Abandonment wounds are very vital. When we get older, we have a fear of people leaving us, a fear of people not sticking around or we may want to leave the person or leave a friendship before they leave us. Now let's dive deeper into abandonment wounds, right? How do, how do kids or children develop these wounds, the feeling of abandonment? A lot of the times the parent either isn't around or maybe the parent is always making promises and never fulfills those promises. Or maybe the kids just felt lonely and the parents um, just will always leave the kid by themselves. And the kid would just always feel lonely and by themselves. And they never felt that connection with their parent. They always felt like, you know, either my parent is always going to leave me whenever they say they're going to do something or my parent is just never around. So the kid is just always feels abandoned, always feels by themselves. And when a kid gets older, they're just used to that, right? Because the first people in our lives usually is the mother, the father. If they aren't even around, or if they make promises that they can't fulfill, or if they're so used to their parents always saying they're going to do something and then they don't, or maybe, you know, your parents said they would show up to your game and then they don't. They always have an excuse of why they can't why they can't come around, why they can't support you. You feel like your parents left you for dead. Like, damn, my own parents can't even support me. My own parents aren't even there for me emotionally, not even always physically. It's usually just emotionally. So as we get older, when we get in relationships, we're just used to it. Uh, well, they're going to leave anyway. doesn't matter. Or if someone isn't consistent with what they do. Or if just say if someone says they're going to text you at 5 o'clock, and it's 5 o'clock, and you don't get a text, and it's 5.10, and it's 5.15, and you're just like, see, this is what I'm talking about. It's those wounds. You feel abandoned when people don't communicate with you the way you want them to communicate with you. Because you didn't get that as a child. You just want the people in your life to be present. And you don't want to feel abandoned. That's one thing I will definitely say that I've struggled with as an adult. Um, because 
you know, all of us felt like, you know, our parents could have been more transparent, been more communicative to us, could have communicated more with us. We wish we could um, communicate with our parents about certain things, but that's another topic for another day about um, parents in a black community, how speaking up or communicating is disrespectful, but that's a whole other topic for another day. So when we have these wounds that manifest, then we just look around and, and we perceive everyone as someone who's just going to leave us. We expect it. Because subconsciously, you know, our minds are processing information, still processing information from when we were from when we were kids. And because we didn't really see any improvement, maybe we didn't get we didn't get a sorry, maybe there was no closure for that because there were patterns. When things happen over and over again, you become accustomed to that being how everyone is. If the first people that come into your life are people who don't seem consistent or who make empty promises, who say they're going to do something and they don't, who say they're going to come to a game or come support you and then they don't, or people who aren't there for you emotionally, you're going to grow up and think the same about people that you connect with. Another wound is rejection. Now, rejection can be from parents. It could be from siblings. It could be from people at school. Rejection comes in many forms. And you could have been a child that just felt that they were unworthy. Maybe you were the kid who always wanted to show your parents, oh, my God, look, look at this picture that I drew. But they were too busy. Or, look, look what I did. Look at me. But maybe your parent was always on the phone. Or, you know, your friends, you were the outcast. Maybe the group of friends you hung out with when you were a child, you wanted to be a part of that group. But, they didn't let you in that circle all the time. Only sometimes when they felt the need to. So you felt like the outcast. You felt like nobody understood you. You felt like different. You know, you felt like people rejected you because you were different. Maybe you felt different. And you, you probably were different. Um, I know for me personally, I felt rejected growing up because, um, and me, me and my sister laugh about this, but, it's it's a it's a real wound that resides um when i will when both of us were younger and my cousins would come over everybody would go in my sister's room and i would go knock on my sister's door and i'm i'll be like can i come in she'll say no everybody's in my sister's room okay and i have a lot of cousins so everybody's in my sister's room i'm upstairs crying like nobody wants to hang with me and then until I got fed up and then I started snitching and telling my mama. But those things are real. When things happen over and over and over again, yes, when we grow up, we play with our siblings, we joke around. But all in all, we all know how our minds work, right? So if you're constantly telling somebody, we don't want you here. You're not needed here. Nobody likes you. Or 
No one is saying any of those things. They're just completely ignoring you altogether. You're going to feel rejected. You're going to feel like no matter where you go, nobody accepts you. Nobody wants your input. Nobody appreciates the things that you create. Nobody appreciates you just being around, you just being. You know? And I think when, as adults, we have to work on that that feeling of emptiness, you know, when you get around other people. You don't have to feel like you're supposed to be like everybody else. It's okay to be different. It's okay to not be a part of the crowd. So, yes, when it comes to these wounds, it's important that we recognize that we all have them. They all manifest within us. All of us may not have all of them, but all of us do have childhood wounds that we could work on. Another one, um, well, I actually want to stick on abandonment and rejection because what a lot of people may not understand is a big thing that I talk about is codependency because codependency has been a part of my self-healing journey. Heavy, heavy, because a lot of people don't understand when you're rejected, as a child and abandoned, when you're not, when you feel like you're unworthy of affection, when you feel like you're not getting the attention from your parents or your your siblings, where do you result to when you get older? You start resulting to the people who do give you attention, right? And a lot of these, um, as women, women or young girls who are rejected, um, or are abandoned as kids when they grow up result to boys, right? Because it's like, oh, this boy is giving me attention. He's calling me beautiful. He's saying I'm amazing. I must be these things. Like, I'm getting all this attention. I'm going to hold on to this and prove that I'm worthy. Prove it. Show it. Do whatever they want me to do. And that's and that's why a lot of girls stay in toxic relationships. Men, too. That's why a lot of people stay in toxic relationships because of codependency. Abandonment and rejection manifest into codependency. Once you start feeling like you need someone because they're giving you a drop of attention or a drop of something that you didn't, something you didn't receive as a, a kid, attention, or they feel that void of emptiness that you have been feeling since you were a child. That's one thing I want everyone to start acknowledging. When you begin to date people, start asking, are they activating a wound within me that I've neglected? Are they activating this abandonment and rejection wound? Or do I, do I authentically want to be with this person? Not you want to be with them because you feel needed because that's what people who are codependent do. They stick around and latch on because they want to feel needed. They feel like they need the other person. Like, I need you because you make me feel good. We can't break up. We can't not be together because I need you. We need each other. You help me with this. I help you with that. So that's why I want everyone to understand that once you start acknowledging your childhood wounds, 
and start telling yourself it's okay if people drift away. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's okay if you don't talk to this person anymore. They crossed your boundaries. It's time to end it. You will find better people, even in in family and friendships. You don't have to hold on to people who mistreat you or anybody because what because what happens is because you've been rejected a lot of the times the people who rejected us are the very people we try to be codependent on the people who abandon us when we need them the most are the very people we latch on to and are codependent on so start acknowledging those wounds within yourself when when those things are activated hmm do I want this person around because I genuinely want them around? Or do I feel like I need them around because it makes me feel needed? It makes me feel wanted. Codependency, okay? Live your life and heal those wounds. Start healing them. Another wound I want to talk about is betrayal. People don't talk about betrayal enough for me, okay? Because a lot of the times the reason why a lot of children feel a lot of children feel betrayed um, betrayed by parents growing up. That can be from many things. You know, you could feel like you told your mom something and then she went out and told everybody. And you just feel like, I can't even trust my own mother. Can't trust nobody else either. Or you could you could be betrayed by your father or your your grandmother or your brother or your sister, whoever. It could just be one thing that you held close to your heart that you thought or hoped they wouldn't have done to you, and they did it. And they probably probably most likely did it more than once, and you forgave them, and they did it again. And when you're a child and during that, and you learn that the people who are in your immediate family are betraying you, then you start to project that out into the world as you get older. You start to think, hmm. And you probably don't even think about it immediately. It's a subconscious thing. But you start to think like, hmm, I don't trust my family. So what makes me what makes you think I can trust you? Betrayal trauma is a real thing. Please Google it. Look it up. And then a lot of these people grow up to be very controlling because they were betrayed. They want things to be very precise and specific because they can't trust nobody else to do what they say they're going to do. So what I want for, for those who, if you feel like you've been betrayed as a child and now you feel like you can't trust people, I just want you to know that you absolutely can trust people. You absolutely can trust people. Have your boundaries up, okay? People are trusting. I know it's hard. Now, you don't have to be out here just trusting just anybody. This is why I'm big on connecting with your intuition. Connect with self. Understand who you are, what you love, what you value. And then when you get around people, you can decide who you want to bring into your life and who you want to trust. Because you will know what's best for you. 
But going around trying to control everything and everybody and how they do and how they think and how they move and how they respond, it's a it's a trauma response. It's a trauma response to feeling betrayed. It's a trauma response to feeling abandoned. You know, people who have been abandoned want to leave before they're left. They want to control the situation. Control manifests in a lot of these wounds. Rejection, right? You're rejected. Um, you want to control the longevity of how you how long you're with somebody because that's why you know a lot of people beg to stay in their relationships. Don't leave me. Don't leave me because they don't want to feel rejected. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna make it through. Okay. Um, another wound that I want to talk about is humili- hum- humiliation. Humiliation. A lot of people don't talk about that either. How they be humiliating their kids, especially nowadays. People be putting stuff on social media, whooping their kids on social media and all this dumbass shit. Like, why do you feel like you have to humiliate your kid to prove a point? But even before nowadays, you know, laughing at laughing at your kids when they're not laughing, when they really don't think it's funny or talking about things that your child does not want to talk about in front of everybody, telling your children's business. And, you know, as adult, as an adult, you may think, oh, this is harmless. Like, what do you know? You're a child. And then your kid grows up to be a full-blown adult and remember that one thing you said that they felt humiliated by. And they holding holding that against you because you thought it wasn't that bad. That's why I always tell people everybody handles things differently. And when you're humiliating your child, a lot of the times, a lot of these people who are humiliated as a kid grow up to humiliate other people. It's like that's how they get their justice. Like, oh, y'all thought y'all was going to bully me and humiliate me. I'm going to do the same thing to others. They don't intentionally think like that. But when I talk about the subconscious, you subconsciously do things because you are hearing these things or these things are happening to you throughout your life. And then when you get older, it becomes like a reflex, like, Well, this has been happening to me all my life, so why not? Why not? That's why I say we got all these people running around. We got a whole bunch of kids running around adult bodies. Everybody want to be an adult, but don't want to acknowledge their wounds. Don't want to acknowledge their anger. Don't want to acknowledge their envy. Don't want to acknowledge their insecurities, their fears of abandonment. I'll tell people, you know, I joke about it. I'll be like, don't do that. I got abandonment issues. (laughs) But the truth is, yes, those are things I'm working on. I have, you know, a lot of the times I have a fear of abandonment. And, but, I mean, that's not something that's controlling my life. I'm very aware of what I need to work on. And that's what everybody needs to do. Work on their own wounds. So we all can flourish and be better people and have healthy connections and healthy relationships. You know, it's not an overnight thing. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. 
But when you are intentionally trying to heal, and that's what we're going to move to the next thing, how we can heal, okay? I talk about therapy all the time, and there's different forms of therapy. I know a lot of people have a hard time getting into talking to a stranger about their life, but you don't have to just talk to any type of stranger. There are so many different types of therapists, and you can choose who you resonate with more, who you feel comfortable with, Okay, not only therapy, there's Reiki, you know, a lot of people have a lot of blockages in their body and it's just stagnant and going to a Reiki healer, being able to maneuver their energy in different areas and being able to open up those blockages can definitely help you be more aware and open up your mind to the wounds that you have, that you that you've experienced. Um, Active closure. You know, a lot of people don't feel comfortable. It could be kind of scary to sit down and talk to the very people who cause those wounds. But I'm a big advocate for that. Like, you don't even have, they don't even have to say anything. You could just say, like, this is me talking about how I feel and my truth. I don't need anything back. I just need you to listen, and I just need to release, you know, active closure. But it's not for everybody. You know, I be sometimes I tell people like don't get traumatized all over again cuz you know, a lot of people are narcissists and they will definitely gaslight you and you do not want to deal with that. <laughs> so yeah, what other ways to methods of healing? We said therapy, we said Reiki, um active closure. Um oh, another way of healing is to just be present, you know. Which means being honest with yourself and acknowledging things within yourself. Like, you know what? I'm a very um, envious person. No, not me, but I'm just, you know, saying, like, things to say. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm scared that people are going to leave me. Or I'm very codependent with this A, B, and C. But you have to be honest with yourself. That's also shadow work is is. Discussing those parts of yourself that may be embarrassing or maybe you're just like, I can't believe I'm like this. It's okay. We're all, we're, nobody's perfect and we're all going through all things. The, the, the key is to acknowledge it so that you can heal it, baby, so that we can move forward, so that we can um, progress and be happy and wake up feeling like, you know what, it's not my best day. But I'm still going to strive for fulfillment, to be satisfied, to love life, you know, because you don't want to go through life hating life. I hear so many people talking about, oh, I hate my life, and I hate this, blah, blah, blah. It's because they don't acknowledge the wounds that they have. They don't acknowledge the, the people that have hurt them. They don't acknowledge the things that have hurt them. You know, you don't have to, even if you're somebody who's really scared of going out, just take that step. You know, I was scared, too, when it came to me healing my wounds because I'm, anybody who knows me knows I am a very, very vocal person, very outspoken person. I speak my truth, and I don't sugarcoat it. I don't expect people to understand my journey, because it's mine, um, 
But once you connect with yourself and you start to understand who you are, you don't live your life for other people. You live your life for you. And what your higher self wants for you is to connect so that you can transcend and live the life that you deserve. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like the world is attacking you. Will there be challenges? Will there be things you go through? Absolutely. Is it going to be like a complete walk in a park, park where there's just no problems, no challenges? No. But it's going to be worth it because your perspective is going to start. You're going to start laughing when these things happen, when you start healing. You're going to be like, oh, okay, like, oh, another challenge. Okay, cool. Bring it. Let's do it. Okay? So you got this. I'm here to tell you, you got this because as someone who's gone through the darkest of the dark, especially with my shadow work, you know, it's about merging those two things together. It's not about completely ignoring your past and completely ignoring your trauma cuz it's going to come up regardless. No no matter no bad how much no no bad. No matter how bad you want to ignore it, it's still going to come up if you don't acknowledge it. So you better acknowledge it now. Acknowledge it now while there while you are here on this earth. So you don't reincarnate and your ass have to come back and learn the same shit. Okay? Because for the longest, I was like, I had these feelings, but I didn't want to acknowledge how bad, how bad it was affecting me spiritually because I'm a very intuitive person. I feel everything, and I understand to the point where I was minimizing my experiences with people and it's like, no, these things happen to you, Diamond. Yes, you were mistreated. Yes, yes. You know, it, it, shouldn't have, it shouldn't have to take me going to therapy for my therapist to tell me you've been mistreated. You know when you've been mistreated, and it's okay to acknowledge it. Everybody's not going to acknowledge it because everybody isn't going to be as emotionally intelligent and emotionally aware of their behaviors. But as long as you are acknowledging your wounds so that you can heal and then you can, you know, keep creating, especially if you want to have kids, like I told, I don't want to have kids and, and have them have this mean mom who's always angry and always thinking about the past and what happened to me and stuff like that. I don't want that for my kids. I want my kids to have a mom who's healing, who's in good spirits, who is living the life she desires and who, you know, speaks love and compassion and truth to my, my kids. But how can I do that if I'm stuck on wounds and not acknowledging them? How? You can't. So as we wrap up, we're just going to go from the top, the wounds, abandonment, rejection, betrayal, and humiliation, okay? If you've ever experienced any of these things, I'm letting you know this now. You can take the time today. I want you to write down those four 
wounds, okay? And I just want you to think about any time that you've experienced those things as a child. Look at abandonment and look at your connections, whether it's with the opposite sex, with the same sex, with family, and how are your responses when these people aren't there or if they don't show up for you? Do you automatically feel like unworthy? Do you automatically feel these negative feelings? Or do you think to yourself, you know what, I'm going to be okay. The world's not going to end. Or rejection. You know, maybe you told somebody that you like them, and maybe it just wasn't reciprocated. And ask yourself, if it wasn't reciprocated, how did you feel? Did you feel like, oh, well, I guess I'm ugly, I'm not worthy. You start doubting yourself. Those are the areas you have to work on. You know, I'm not going to do the work for you. This is your journey. You have to do the work for yourself. You know, look at betrayal. That's one thing I have been heavily on is betrayal trauma because I have felt betrayed numerous times in my life because I've always felt misunderstood. Like people just constantly, I put my trust in them and they betray me and they say all these things to me that are unwarranted, that I didn't want. But I started to think like, no, I betrayed myself because a lot of these people showed me who they really were. I held these people on the the scale of friendship or the scale of whatever, and I didn't take the time to see if both of us were on the same, you know what I'm saying? There was no conversation of, okay, we're here, right? Now we're going to go to this level of friendship or we're going to go to this level of connection. I just assumed. So I betrayed myself by not acknowledging my boundaries, not not enforcing things for myself. So it's all about being honest with yourself and your journey. It's not pretty, but it's important. And then you work on those things so that you can continue to heal and create more healthy relationships. And then you know next time going in, what you want, what you don't want, and so forth. The last one is humiliation. Like, were you humiliated as a kid a lot? Do you find yourself talking shit about people for no reason? Because, you know, maybe that's just the way you cope, by talking shit, by humiliating other people, because that's that's what you got. So it's time to stop that shit today. Because now, I mean... People say all day, well, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Okay, but you don't know if that other person, what they feel. Mindfulness is key. A lot of people don't practice mindfulness, and I always say they should. Okay? So, and remember healing, ways to heal, therapy, Reiki, meditation, journaling, being honest with yourself, being completely transparent. It's okay. You got this. And, baby, we're going to heal these childhood wounds because we all going to grow and be fierce dope, amazing co-creators in this life. All right. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Thank you for joining Bella Talks again. And if you guys have any questions, please message me. You know, I'm Bella from the block. Okay. (laughs) I'm Bella from the block from the 103. Ain't nothing that I'm scared to answer. I'm an open book. Don't be scared to... Uh, hit me up in the DMs. But thank you again, and I'm going to talk to y'all later.
Peace.